Hello, everyone. Welcome to Prelude to Positivity. My name is Tommy Jirathi. Today, my guest is Romy Bo, who is a starseed, a healer, intuitive, multi, intuitive master, and a goddess of, in her own right. Hello, Romy. How are you? <laughs> Hi, Tommy. Oh my God. Thanks for. I see we have a visitor. <laughs> She's always in camera when she doesn't need to be. This is Margarita. Team <laughs> Vikings. Yay. So I was reading up on you a little bit. And I was, and I also know a lot about you. So I know you have a really interesting background that started in Buenos Aires. And I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about how you were when you were younger and growing up in Buenos Aires. Yes. I was, I was born here in California, Los Angeles, but my parents are Argentinian, so they raised my brother and I in, in Buenos Aires. Growing up in Buenos Aires, to me, it, it was really fun. It's a really fun city. It's a eclectic European-style city, so there's, there's always things to do. The, the city is always awake, let's put it that way. And school, school was grade then I did uh, university there although I didn't actually want it but my parents wanted me to do it there so I just did it and then the city the people in the city it's so amazing that actually if you want to start your path away from the city sometimes it's really hard to leave Buenos Aires or Argentina because the cult culture is so nice and you have so many friends and you're doing things 24 seven and there's always like a dinner or a gathering to go or you know you're drinking mate with your friends and there's always something to do so to me Buenos Aires it's super it's super fun and every time I try to go once a year because of COVID I haven't gone last year or or this year yet but I'm looking forward anything else I can when you were growing up, did you know that you were an intuitive master and had all these abilities, or was that something that came later? Well, when I was when I was six, um, I remember seeing ETs that would come at night to visit me. And, you know, when I told a story to my to my parents and my and my brother, my brother started started laughing, and my parents were like, <laughs> "ETs don't exist." <laughs> okay, you know, I was six, whatever my parents were telling me, I was like, okay, so I kind of like block it out. I was like, no, it doesn't exist, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, my parents always have like an editorial. So there was this emerging artist called Kirin and the artist didn't have money, but he wanted to produce and, and print some tarot decks and my dad was like, I'll print them for you. Just pay me with a painting. So mm -hmm. the artist paid him with a painting. And then my dad, from those print tarot decks, he gave me, gave me two. And that was when I was seven. So with that, I started like going, journeying into the tarot, the major arcana tarot deck. So that was like another, another thing. And you know, Abuelas, our grandmas, they were always doing mag magic as well. They, they were always like lighting a candle for you to pass the test. So <laughs> in, in a certain way, magic and, you know, intuitiveness was always there. So, but then it was, 
when I moved to the States was when actually I started like studying it mm -hmm. and like exercising the muscle more and more. And you moved back to the States because you became a model and an actress, right? I moved back to the States because I was done dating guys in Argentina. <laughs> <laughs> I was 28. I didn't know I was in my sudden return. I was like, okay, if I don't leave right now, it's never gonna happen and that's the reason why i moved really and then, but then you ended up modeling here right and then and then you know i left everything i sold everything in argentina i was like okay i'm done you know i just came to the state with one suitcase or maybe two and then i was like what can i do like meanwhile and then i started i, I moved to miami first because my parents were there and then i started modeling and then the model agency were like, what else do you do? I'm like, I'm a graphic designer too. And they're like, oh, <laughs> there's this company that they need graphics. You wanna just do a couple hours there? I was like, yeah, sure. So I was doing graphics for that company and then going to auditions and modeling. And then yes, life brought me here to LA, right? For circumstances and then I was like oh well if I'm here in LA actually before flying to LA I was like I'm just going to start applying for auditions right for for short films and I got booked for the short film and when they sent me the script I was like oh my god this is this is just me you know it's one of those things that you just read and you're like oh it it's totally me so I uh, made, made an audition for it and then I got booked and then we started shooting and then the film got picked for the Cannes uh, film, film Festival for the short film area. So yeah, I was like, okay, I'm here in LA. Well, might as well just start like auditioning for other things. So I started auditioning. I, I did a couple cool jobs with really cool directors. Um, I did a bunch of music videos actually with really cool directors and <laughs> It was, it was fun. It was fun, but the business aspect, it's always a difficult part to me, right? Mm. Like, I like the, the, the creative and the artistic part, but the business is always like, like, like anything, you know, I have to, I have to learn it just like my spiritual business, like I'm learning and, you know, you have to put time and focus the energy, but it was, it was fun. And, you know, spiritually wise, I always ask myself this question, why was I born here in California and then raised in Argentina? Right? Because there has to be a reason why that happened. So there is yeah. certain things that I need to access from here to bridge into South America. So, you know, I'm working and that's part of my mission. So I'm working on right now my spirituality and see how I can translate that into into Spanish and bring it up down there to South America because they're spiritually they're a little bit behind that than here I know California it's really advanced spiritually yeah. talking um and that because the west is always good for new paradigms to present new paradigms so it, that's why there's a lot of uh, spiritual people here as well. I would say so for sure. And then you've been, so you said you've been reading the tarot since you were younger. 
and you're also trained in mediumship and quantum healing and meditation. So how do you use all of those to facilitate others and yourself on your spiritual journey? Yes, I study mediumship with um, a, uh, a coach, Paula De La Lavigne. She's awesome. The classes were amazing. She stopped teaching those classes though because it got, you know, you can get to really deep things from the other person and sometimes they're not ready to listen to the thing. So it's, it, you have to be really careful, which mm. at that time I wasn't. And I was like, everything that I was seeing, I was just saying, and then, you know, it created emotions and feelings on the other person that, that she was not ready to handle. So after that, basically the classes stopped. And, and then I study I studied studying quantum healing as well because it just fascinated me. I saw an interview on Gaia with this uh, guy um, Richard Gordon. He was explaining the the technique of quantum healing. I was like, oh my god, you can actually move bones and and like align the spine just by putting your hands on the person and transmitting energy and that was to me was like wow <laughs> that so i started studying that and you can do it remotely too it doesn't have to be in person and it actually while i was studying i got intoxicated with a neurotoxin in bahamas mm. eating a fish and Thanks God I was aligned to a doctor that knew what I was having that happened to fish in Bahamas, which is totally random. So <laughs> he knew I had Segatera poisoning. It's called Segatera poisoning. It's no one knows about it. And it's a neurotoxin that you can actually, you can heal, like you have to flush it naturally. But energetically, I was so low that I was like, okay, I'm gonna just look for 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 a practitioner then that's a quantum healing because why not it's just energy flowing from source so within the first session he took me like from a two level of energy which to me was really low to an eight and then i had four more sessions to be like at an optimal level i would still feel i uh, have allergy to certain foods but energetically i was like clear I was like, oh, this works. Okay, I'm gonna continue studying because if it works, then I'm, I'm in. Like, I wanna bring that uh, to the people, right? And everyone can do it. It's just about breathing the right way and focusing and visualizing, right? Bringing down the light. And then after that, I, I ran into another interview on Gaia and um, Regina Meredith, I think is her name. She was interviewing Dr. Teresa Bullard and she's a physicist. And I was like, oh my God, I understand everything that she says. And she, she was bridging physics with spirituality. So I kind of like started like looking for her and what she did. And she's an initiate in the Mother Mystery School. So I was like, what's that Mother Mystery School? Like, <laughs> like where? I mean, and she had a class on how to be galactic. I was like, oh my God, how to be galactic? Where do I sign up? And for a while I couldn't go to her classes because I was traveling a lot. I was doing interior design 
around the country and I couldn't go to her classes, but then that stopped and I was able to go to her classes. And then I was like, okay, this is amazing. And then there was like a flyer that says life activation. And I just saw the name, I was like life activation. I want my life to be activated. I don't know how, <laughs> but I mean, activate It just me. sounded good. <laughs> and then, yeah. <laughs> And then that was a whole other journey. My life changed 360. I was like, okay, now I have to go learn how to do this because I need to bring this to the people. Like, this is our human right to be connected like to that, to, to the energy of source in a more conscious way and for people to be aware of what's happening. It's like, it's an awakening, basically. Is that um, also called DNA activation? Yes. So there's, there's two types that I do. Like one, it's the Mother Mystery School. That one is in person. And then with the quantum healing, I studied like other type of DNA activation than that I can do remotely. Mm. So, the, so yes, but both activate DNA in a different way, but both activate the, the DNA. So I'm the mother mystery school one. It, it's really, it's really good. And what would be the purpose of somebody wanting to come to you for a, a DNA activation? The DNA activation, it connects you to your blueprint, to that energy of source where we all come from. And it helps you clear ancestral trauma that we have encoded in the DNA. Um, and some of it, we, we might not even know that we have it because, you know, it's been secrets and secrets and secrets that have been held, you know, in, in the families that some things we might not even know, but indirectly, they might be affecting our present life because it's there in our DNA. So the more that we consciously, consciously work in our DNA, the more that we're going to be able to, to have that, um, live our lives with joy and happiness because there's certain things there's things that we have to go through and understand and shine light of it like we have to face the shadows but there's other things that we don't even that we don't even know they're there so what the vision is like it's clear what we cannot see but at the same time it's going to bring you the shadows in front of you so you can heal them and leave space for new things in your life. So it is, and, and there's a hawk just flying there in the window. It is an, an intense um, healing modality. And that's why I don't really push it. The person has to come and say, I, I want to be activated because it is stepping into responsibility. It comes responsibility with it and you have to accept that everything that you've done in life has been your decision and it's it's your the the consequences are your responsibility of the things right so mm. i know that can people can say well but if i was raped or if i was abused you know and i was abused by my by my grandfather and i'm talking because we're talking about mental health too um, and I don't justify that. I, it, 
caught me out of sort of like out of surprise like I of course I didn't like it I was confused when that happened um but I did understand I did understood that it had to happen for a reason which is really f up but I was able to face that person before dying and seeing how he truly was, his true colors, right? And as a woman, that's as well um, made me stronger because, you know, it's that feeling when you're being abused sexually, is that feeling of like, should I, should I say something? No, I shouldn't say something like let's Let's put it, let's put it under, under the carpet, right? And then I was walking to the beach the, the following morning, I was like, no, I should not shut up. I should speak up. And I did. And it brought me a lot of not nice things. But then I spoke to my mom. Then I found out my mom had gone through that abuse with my grandfather. Wow. Then, you know, but the, so those shadows were coming up to the surface to be healed, right? And then I talked to my best friend and she said, well, that happened to, with my cousin. And then I talked to my other friend. She said, well, that happened with a priest at, at school. I'm like, oh, so all, like most of the people who have been abused and no one has say anything. I was like, this is F up. It's like someone should be talking about it because this is happening everywhere. Like in families, at schools, everywhere and that's not okay it's not okay so if that happened if that had to happen to me so i could speak up and support others then it serve a purpose which you know it's kind of not cool but we if we unite we can you, we can change things and that's where we are going right now we're trying to make like a a better world right for all of mm -hmm. us to live in this planet um, and then anybody can come to do a um, DNA activation or do you recommend it at a certain period of your life or, or you have to make sure, like you were saying, you have to be sure the person's ready to accept all that stuff. So somebody couldn't just walk in off the street and say to you, I want a DNA activation. You kind of check to make sure that it's the right time for them. My, the, the right time for me is when they said I, I need or I want this life activation. The only time probably I would say no right now if is if you're pregnant. Okay. If you're if you're pregnant, no, because you're already on a magical state. But we, for sure, we can do it after you you give birth. Um, but other than that, anyone that says I'm ready, it's it's ready to be connected to that light of source and. Yeah, I would, that's the only time I would say no. Or if, if they want the Mother Mystery School uh, life activation and they're just uh, in, another, in another state, I just look for another practitioner that that's the same modality and I like send them to that person. If they want the quantum, then that's fine because I do that remotely, but yeah. That's, that was, good. That's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned um, mental health. So how do you keep your mental health in check? What are some of the practices that you do to make sure that you're okay from day to day? Meditation. 
every morning I wake up during the week I wake up like at 5 a.m so even if that's 10 minutes of meditation and giving uh, thanks being grateful for the things that I have in my life that's the first thing before looking at the phone while I'm still uh, in bed then follow that it's rituals that I do because of the of the um, initiate level that I have at the mystery school there's there's rituals that I have to do in the morning and at night to keep the energies uh, the non-wanted energies away so that's that's if I don't do that I'm I'm off there's something that I feel off during during the day so that's that's a must and and I take time for myself. Like for a long time, I felt guilty of taking time for myself or nurturing myself or buying nice things for myself. And I was like, it got to a point where I was like, no, Rumi, like, it's okay. It's okay to one day say, you're tired. I'm just gonna lay down on the pool and be under the sun and, you know, just have some vitamin D and enjoy and read a book or take a bath or go get a massage or buy nice clothes for you instead of buying nice things for your boyfriends <laughs> or <it's laughs> like, no i mean it took me a while to learn that lesson but but i did i mean i'm still generous you know but if i don't give to myself then i cannot give to the others and i cannot be out there in service towards others as well and you know, it's, it's as well like knowing that you are worth it, right? That all of us are worth it because that's huge. We feel that we are not worth it of some things and no, we, we are. But that mindset sometimes, you know, it, it comes from family trauma as well. So it's a process to heal it. It took me a while to heal it because I, I, I could see the patterns in my family and so to heal that it, it was just like you know a lot of spell work quantum healing um, accepting conversations crying like spirituality is not easy it takes works and there's those dark moments that <laughs> you're like what am I doing here in this planet? I don't want to be here. <laughs> and I can't take any more. <laughs> I can't take it anymore. It hurts. It hurts. <laughs> and speaking so, of not being able to take anymore, last year was so much for everybody, right? So how did you find positive in that whole experience that we were having, that you were having personally, and then that we were having collectively? How did you find any positive in that? Well, for me, it was like, okay, this is good. I, I was traveling so much that so I was like, oh my God, it actually would feel so nice to just stay at the house for whatever we need to stay, right? So I didn't suffer it that much. I mean, we're pretty blessed. We're in a really nice house with a view to the mountains and we have a pool. I live with my aunt. so. And it's a it's a really spacey house. So, and I work we work so hard in the energy of the house that we kind of like created 
this is our sanctuary. Even when we were traveling a lot, this is our sanctuary. So even when you come to the house, you can you can feel like, oh yeah, this is like, you can totally relax. Uh, the energy of peace and, and love, like you can feel it. So um, to me, it wasn't too harsh. And it was an understanding at the same time for me that I had to start stepping out there visually for to in order to help people thrive or move through this moment because it, it was hard like people having to stay like in one bedroom apartments and not yeah. being able to 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 go out and that can be really you know damaging or like it can really affect your psyche so it and and facing you know your fears because basically you are there sitting by yourself facing your fears and basically the universe put us in this situation where okay you have to analyze your life you have to reprioritize your life i'll give you this time so you can take note and start doing little by little what you need to do to change your life because all of us were pushed to change our lives it, it like mine in my case was like Yes, staying at the at the house because I was out there traveling so much, but it was being out there in the social media, which to me is super uncomfortable. <laughs> super uncomfortable. I was like, okay, I'll take the challenge, right? And how to start connecting with people and creating a community and how I can I can help because I I under I understand. I'm an empath too, so I can understand, I can feel what the other people are is feeling. So if I can help in any way, that's what brings me joy in life, right? So it was definitely challenging. And here's the thing too with that, because we weren't able to go outside and I work with energy, right? A lot. So we weren't stepping in each other's aura too much. So we were, we really were, push to be in ourselves because before that probably you would go out and then you start talking you meet a friend and then you just start talking about what happened or how the other people look looks or you know things like talking about other things but you but you have distractions yeah. yeah all distractions right or talking about how beautiful the day is and what you're going to do next but then really not focusing on what it needs to be healed in you so, and basically this was like, oh no, no, you're going home. You're not having interaction with anyone unless it's online and you're, you're gonna deal with those, with your things. So, and some, and people need guidance, right? We all need some guidance. I, I have my guide at the mystery school and when I need something, I'm, she's my to go to ask a question, like a yeah. mentor, right? Yeah. So we're all learning here. Yeah, a lot of people are saying that they were they wish Clubhouse had Clubhouse the voice app that came out. They wish it happened in the beginning of the pandemic, but I actually don't think it would have been a good idea because if we had it in the beginning, we wouldn't have had that period of time where we were forced to be alone, like you said, because we would have totally thrown ourselves into that. And we would have we wouldn't even have missed a beep. We would have went from being outside with everybody to being on Clubhouse with everybody all day long. We, but I think we needed that period where like you don't have any access to people except maybe typing to them or something. So I think that was really important. I think 
think so too. I mean, I had that thought. I was like, oh, this clubhouse would have been so cool to have uh, during the pandemic. Uh, but yeah, definitely would have. It would have not given us that time to be by ourselves. And probably everyone was gonna. Be, a lot of people wouldn't be like kind of like on a depressed mode trying to survive on Clubhouse and I don't know it just came out at the right time yes I think so too you know and we did used to have like um we got we call it the the magic circle with Chelsea and and three other wizards we used to gather once a week to have like our wizard um conversations and that was that was that was great um but then yeah every morning we had oracle mornings like every day i would pull out cards we would pull out cards i would pull out for the for the collective and you know and for me and different situations and i don't know i just i enjoyed being at home i have to say Thank you, Universe Morphe. <laughs> I think so too. I also think it's important that we have to choose whose energy we were around usually because a lot we get thrown into these situations with people and their energy is not aligned with you or whatever and you're stuck with them. But in this case, we were able to actually choose what energies we were going to deal with. So it made life a little easier because it's so hard to deal with energies that are not aligned with yours or just like, I call it chaotic energy. And I, I have a very hard time around chaotic energy because I don't know what to do with it when it's all coming at me. And I was like, I don't know what to do with this at all. Yes. And we were, we were pushed to set those boundaries that many, many of us didn't have. So that, that's a good thing. And then, yeah, that energy that you, that you say, they call it the Tasmanian devil energy. It's like, they come, they like turn everything around. And you're like, yep. wait, what did just happen? <laughs> yeah. I mean, my peace mode, like <laughs> everything balanced, and then this comes this energy. Of, no, 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 no. You have to step outside. But it's hard to say it's, someone you have to step outside, or you have yes. to my boundary. Yes, but it's so easy to see. I can spot chaotic energy from across a crowded room. I'll know when somebody comes into the room, and I'm like, oh god, this energy is not going to be good. And I just get to the point where I'm just like, I don't want to be, I want it to be as far away from that energy as I can through the whole evening or wherever I am. I try to stay on the other side from it. And people laugh at me because they're like, you mean you think the person is evil? And I'm like, no, it's not, an, it's not evil. It's not good or bad. It's just chaotic. It has nothing to do with good or bad. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I feel that. And for all the things that you do, what would you say that you're most passionate about? Oof, that's a really hard one because everything I do to me is, is passion. Like even, even when I was doing interior design or graphic design, I was doing it because at that time it was really pas passionate for me. When I was doing um, fashion design too, I, I, like I studied a line of uh, swimwear. Like I really love doing swimwear. And I have a whole collection prepared that I was gonna start manufacturing in Argentina, but then I recovered my boyfriend came here. All the things are down there. So that's kind of like on hold. But, you know, there's the spiritual work. I, all the modalities that I do, I'm really passionate about. I'm really serious about it. And then, with my candle line as well. Like I make sure, you know, I'm 
I'm the one actually pouring the candles. And when I'm pouring the candles, and because they're magical and they're like for a specific intention, like I'm putting that intention as well in it for the people to do their own magic. Like I really want people to connect to their spirituality and, and the power that they have within themselves and, and for them to do their own magic, right? Create their own magic and create, live their life like it, it was magic because it can be. If, if I can have it, I'm not special. If I can have it, anyone can have it. And there's many things that I have to get better at and I'm looking forward to it and I'm open, but everyone, all of us could be living in our magical bubble in our magical universe. And that's my passion to create to make help these all people create that magical life around themselves. So all the modalities and 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 the products that I sell moves around that. So it's kind of like a whole conjunction, right? Of of the thing. Mm. I feel like yeah. they, they work together, all of them. They complement all. I think so. I think, and I was going to ask you about the candles too, because those are not the kind of things that you could have mass produced by machinery, right? Because it is about the energy that's being put into the actual product. So yeah. a machine wouldn't be able to pour those candles for you and do the same way that you do it. First of all, I would need a lot of money to invest. Yeah. Let's say I have the money to invest in the machines and they can be poor. They, they, can, they can be poor. The only thing I need to do is just do, you know, the prayer and put the intention in, in the wax itself. Right now, no, everything is handmade because I don't have the money to mass produce in that, in that way. Um, but I mean, I love, I love the candles. Like I, I love the candles that I do. Bee wax, they're like, they kill allergens in the room. Um, it has the powers of the bees, you know, like they, they put a lot of energy to create a little bit of wax. So right. like you have like a whole thing of, um, of compliments too, right? Like this last. So. Yeah, all the details. Um, and when you light them, you just can smell the honey. Like it's, it's super, you know, it has that sweetness to it. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm in love with my candles. <laughs> <laughs> they look so good. I don't know. I wouldn't want to light them, but I know you have to because that's what they're for, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing that everyone tells me when, when they buy them. I'm like, I don't want to light them. They're so cute. I'm like, no, you kind of like have to light them. Like I want you to. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to, but like it's like okay, if you're gonna do an abundance spell and you're gonna light, just just light it so you can have that abundance coming in, and then you can keep doing more and more and more spells, right? Right. So I know they're cute, but then there's always gonna be more out there too. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you call this chapter of your life if you're writing a book? Fly is what comes to my to my head. Fly. Because you feel like that's what's happening now. <laughs> yes, yes. It's it's really it's really beautiful, interesting, and it has its challenge. 
and with flying yes you can you can see from another's perspective like more abroad but then it comes a lot of more responsibility with it and and challenges for sure and how to navigate and but it it helps with growing your awareness and expanding your awareness so i'm all in for that and whatever challenge it comes i always see it as a positive thing even what we were talking before right before we started recording like there's there's something positive that has to come from from there and mm. it, right there's always to me there's always something positive like in, in for example in in my event with my grandfather the positive was that i went out there and other other people were able to talk and actually make their sexual relationships better with their partners right so anything that can help progress in life i'm in mm. to help What's the most fulfilling part of what you do? When I see, when I see actually the, the people stepping into their next step in their, in their path and seeing the people in their power and seeing the people like doing the things that they love, that frequency of doing the things that you love, that's the frequency that it's needed right now in the universe. And, and that's what brings me joy. joy. So I just like, I celebrate every time like someone texts me, oh my God, this happened. I'm like, oh my God, yes. <laughs> you know, like, and I don't, I don't see anything as competition. Like, like I love talking with other fellows, healers and celebrating their, their triumphs because that means that then I'm gonna triumph too, you know? Like it's just, and if I do it, then you can do it too. And it's just like, I love that. Because yeah. we can, we can, we can all be in a more uh, balanced world, right? And living in that happiness and joy. So that's what I love. <laughs> people progressing. And we talked about last year being like it was for you, and how you didn't travel as much. Did you learn? What did you learn about yourself during that time that you were inside and not around people? Anything new? Anything surprising? Um, I mean, yes, I, I learned that I was actually terrified of being in front of a camera when <laughs> I actually have been an actress and love to act, but it's different because when you're in camera for a role, then you're technically, you're, it's not you, right? Like you're being an empath and you're being like possessed by that character which is scary, it can be scary. That's how, <laughs> I think that's how artists like can confuse life with, with, with fiction. Um, <laughs> so realizing that and having to do my first like YouTube video, which I, you know, I only have like two videos probably on YouTube, but even like Instagram videos, I had to do a take like 10 times the first time and I was shaking. I was shaking, I was like, oh my God, you never had this problem in an audition or in a runway show where you're basically naked with just a little tiny piece of lingerie. 
that was no problem to me. <laughs> so that, that was a huge thing to step out and, and do that. And, you know, then I have the accent and I was like, all these insecurities like came, came out. The accent, are you, are you gonna understand what I'm saying? Cause I think in Spanish, they can translate it in English. And it's like a whole like, a lot of things, oh my, oh my God. <laughs> just do it for me, just do it. Yeah, cause I think when you get in your head, you're worried about it more than it even is because other people aren't even thinking about that. If, they, if somebody is interested in what you're saying, they're going to hear it, you know, it doesn't matter if they can understand. They'll, they'll get past the accent, they'll get past all that because they want to hear it. Right, and that's what I love about Clubhouse too. All these people from around the world with different accents, I was like, oh, that's, that's, this is cool. Yeah, so like, Mine isn't so bad. There's the many different ones too that people can hear. <laughs> yeah. So that that was the biggest one for me because I needed to be out there in service with with the fact that I had to stay at home. So mm -hmm. how can I be in service up there by staying at home because I have to stay in. And what do you hope that we all learned during that period of time where we were on pause and at home? that we can actually keep with us when we get back to whatever normal is going to be? What are some things that you hope that we learned that we hold on to? I, I hope everyone is able to tap into what it really is that they love to do. And being able to cross that fear line of doing the thing that they they feel they have to do, but they have been postponing because I'm gonna be judged or because it's not the perfect time or because I don't look how I want it to look, like all those things. Um, I hope everyone is able to overcome them and align to their true passion. Because when you're aligned to your true passion, even if it doesn't bring that, that much money at the beginning, um it's still gonna give you joy and that's where it's gonna start creating the flow like a new flow from another from a uh, stronger foundation and eventually you're gonna be able to make that money because money's not bad money's a good thing it's, it's an energy right so we have to make our peace with it so i, I understand the beginning it, it, it's tough um but when you start like taking risks and doing the things because as long as they're aligned to your heart and your passion, they're gonna, they're gonna open up in your path. They're gonna start coming your way. What, what you're asking is gonna start coming your way. It's just about trusting the universe, which is really hard. Mm. You know, and, and I was talking uh, to my aunt the other day and it's this thing about like, when we get into an airplane, we, we try the, we trust the pilot, right? That, He's gonna be able to, to fly. We don't know the pilot. Just <laughs> we're gonna to get to destination, right? right? <laughs> and yeah, the same when we get into a bus on the subway, you know, you don't know the driver. You just trust that you're gonna to get to destination and that everything's gonna be fine. And if that same thought about like, what if we treat the universe the same way? Okay. You're, you're driving, you're flying my plane. I'll just sit down here and watch a movie. Just take me. 
But it's hard to uh, with the universe. Very hard. To trust the universe, it's really hard. I know it's not a person, it's something etheric, it's something, you know, that it's out there, but it, it, it's hard. But when we are able to tap into that, things start happening. That's when the magic starts happening. So I hope everyone is able to tap into that. I hope so. I hope we, I hope we learned from being like um, stagnant for so long that we needed the things that we should have been doing, we should have just been doing them and stop worrying about them so much. So hopefully, I hope so too. I do hope so. Yeah. Where, where can everybody find you online if they want to keep up with you? Uh, they can find me, uh, my Instagram is I am Romibo, R-O-M-I-E-B, it's boy O. And then my website, it's linked there, romibo.com. Uh, and I'm just going to give that information for now because I'm dealing with yeah issue on the other website. Okay. The, the hacking issue on the other website. So, but all, all businesses are linked to, to that one. So... All my info and businesses are linked to that one. So yeah, but you should be able okay. to there. If, if anyone have questions or more doubt about it, or even you want to have like a free consultation that's available for anyone. If they want to meet me in, in person and just talk about it, you, you don't actually need to get any, any service. Just if you have doubts, let me know. We can have a nice chat, give you some guidance and, and then, you know, just get to meet each other. Cool. There's no pressure. What's one thing that you absolutely cannot live without? Water, for sure. Water. Yeah, so, you're always, I know you're always drinking the water. <laughs> when, we, when we step into spirituality, water is like our best, best, best friend. And I know probably it sounds kind of dull, but it's not. It's really, it's really what keeps us like, moving faster and faster in, in the energy. So to me, that's really important. And what's one thing that you wish we could all live without? Hmm. Without money would be great. Being able to live without money and not worrying about that. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. That gets in the way of everything. You know, we have to make our peace with it and, and love the money, but I don't know. Maybe things could be different without it. I don't know. That's the one that came first to my mind. That's a good one. Though. If you had to describe yourself in three hashtags, what three hashtags best describe Romy Bo? Oh, hashtag galactic. I'd love to be galactic. Um, hashtag. Mm, fun. I mean, some, yes, I'm fun. Intimate, like intimately with the people I know, I'm, I'm fun. <laughs> before, before I meet you, probably I'm just analyzing you to actually see if the energy yeah. matches, right? <laughs> I do that too. <laughs> um, hashtag Lisa Simpson. I'm a Lisa Simpson all the time. I'm saying like, I love to study. I'm the first one in all the meetings. I'm like, I, I like 
I like things by the rules sometimes. Sometimes, you know, the structure needs to be followed and I'm totally Monica or Lisa Simpson. Monica. But <laughs> 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 you don't follow the rules of a game? I'm like, mm, no. Archetypal energy of Monica comes in. <laughs> or, when I'm like, or when I'm at school studying, I'm totally Lisa Simpson. Like there, first in the class, listening, learning. So. That was a good one. I like those. <laughs> so I want to thank you for taking time to talk to me. And hopefully I'll see you in the next couple of weeks while I'm around on the West Coast. <laughs> Thank you for having me in your amazing podcast, for being part of the rooms, Tommy, for supporting the rooms. Like I love, I love this relationship. I'm so honored and blessed that we have met through Clubhouse. It's I don't know, to me it's it's invaluable. Like me too. But I, I have a feeling we would have met anyway, because I have a feeling that you would have ended up somehow connecting with Derek and I was already connected to Derek. So I have a feeling some way we would have ended up in the same circle at some point. For sure, that was gonna happen because Derek, it's funny. I was I was supposed to meet Derek on 2019. Oh, see. He was doing the galactic the galactic activation at the Mother Mystery School. And I decided at that time not to do it because I didn't want to spend an eight hundred dollars. Because I kind of like chicken out. And I was like, but I was gonna do it. And Derek was having it, was doing it that time. I was like, oh my God, I would have just met you there. Mm. instead i decided to go to this closure fest which was amazing because it was like the the sky was full of faces and literally we were like it was not just me we we're a bunch of people looking at them the same weekend that he was getting galactic activated so i was like huh hmm. so, small 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 universe huh <laughs> so i guess it had to happen it had to happen this way because it didn't happen in 2019 the universe was like no you're gonna meet Boom. Here. Everything happens in time, right? <laughs> Everything happens for a reason. Yeah, well, people can also find you on Clubhouse, right? So on Clubhouse, you're Romy Bow if people want to connect there and listen to your rooms and yes. invite you to their rooms. Mm -hmm. Yes. And yeah, it's the same handle. I am Romy Bow. I keep the same handle on all my platforms. I mean, if you want in Spanish, it's, it's just the same, but in Spanish. <laughs> cool okay thank you so like i said thank you so much and come back anytime because i think we have so much more to even get into um but thank you for being here today and i will see you on clubhouse for sure right <laughs> thank you everyone for listening and make sure you follow romy bow and learn more about everything that she's up to and what she's doing next because i'm sure it's going to be amazing <laughs> bye love you, love you.